I've got gardeners outside, so we may be getting weed whackers in this episode. Nice. <laughs> so I'm like, I've got the window closed and I can still hear them and they've been going all day. Well, I've got two crazy kids downstairs uh, <laughs> that I'm trying to bribe with TV, so, you know, we may have them in the episode, too. <laughs> So you may remember in our Japan episodes, us mentioning meeting our very biggest fan in uh, while we were in Japan. And today, you guys actually get to meet her because she is here to talk about one of her favorite things. So Kate is... Um, She's so awesome that Allison is at a loss for words. <laughs> I am. Seriously. We adore her so much. Uh, she has a blog called Eat, Recycle, Repeat, where she talks about um, pretty much eating naturally, eating what's good for your body and good for the earth. And we just adore her so much. So, right. Kate, we are so flippin' excited to have you actually talking to us on Me So Hungry instead of us just talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, I'm very excited to actually, I don't know, get to talk back at you rather than just talking back at my computer while <laughs> listening to episodes in my kitchen. <laughs> and we're even more excited that we get to talk about a subject that's so near and dear to your heart. Yes. Yes, probably a little bit too much so, but that's okay. Impossible. <laughs> yep, not possible. So I, before we, we kind of really jump into the meat of the matter, I have a quick question for you. Yeah. So we're talking about Japanese sweet potatoes. Yes. And I want to know how you fell in love with them. How I fell in love with them. Okay, well... I first moved to Japan in August of last year, and the teaching semester didn't start until September. So I had a lot of time just to get used to my town and school. And I would go to the store almost every day, the grocery store, because I just liked looking around and I liked buying like fresh fish every day. And I would always pass this random stand, and it was like these paper bags on hot rocks. And I had no idea what it was, and I couldn't read the kanji at the time. And then I went with my friend, and one day it smelled so amazing. And I'm like, Fred, what, what is that? And he said, it's roasted sweet potatoes. And I'm like, what? I have been walking past roasted sweet potatoes for a month, and I had no idea. And so, of course, I bought one, and I ate it, and I ate it all. And it was like a huge sweet potato, too, but it was just so good. And then I bought one pretty much every day for the next two months until I bought myself an oven basically just to roast squash because an oven is kind of priority in Japan so and at first the students and teachers at school would make fun of me for how much I loved sweet potatoes but then and I was kind of embarrassed about it but then I'm like you know what I'm, I'm just gonna embrace this so then I became the sweet potato girl <laughs> <laughs> and now you're the yakimo girl on Twitter so you like have totally embraced it it's your identity 
Again, well, that's thanks to you guys too, because I mean, <laughs> at you, Allison, remind me what your name is on Twitter again, and I'm like, oh, I'm not on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, your geez. face is totally. <laughs> you got to get on Twitter. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we kind of forced you on Twitter. <laughs> I'm really glad you did. I really like it. Yay! Yeah. We're we're great influences. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. You have to do it. I, I told you email that I sent you that I don't really have anyone to show me how to make Japanese food because they're all afraid of me because I have allergies. <laughs> I think like everyone's like afraid to make something that's gonna kill me or break out and make me break out in hives or something. So I listen to your podcast and then I go out to the store and make things in my own modified, non-allergenic version. So. It's kind of funny that I'm learning about Japanese food from people who are in America, but I like it. <laughs> hey, it works. Whatever works, right? Uh, so, so why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about sweet potatoes? Okay. So, I don't know. When I first wrote my little background outline, I was really into people knowing the difference between sweet potatoes and yams. So, I'll just try to make that really quick because it's... Just my own personal subject, but well, and I'd love to hear about that because I always wonder what the heck the difference is because you don't really know what you're getting at the supermarket. Yeah, this is well, just... and this drives me nuts. So I was really excited that you were going to bring this up. That someone's as neurotic about it. As <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Basically, so the simplest thing is that yams do not grow in America. Yams are from Africa, uh, the African continent, and they're. I've never actually eaten one, so I don't really know. They're much starchier um, and less sweet than sweet potatoes. And the sweet potatoes that are called yams in America are just like the orange-fleshed variety. I don't know the exact scientific name. I'm not that into it. But there are sweet potatoes in America. And then you also have white sweet potatoes, which I think are more popular in the South. And... Maybe there's even more varieties, like heirloom varieties and stuff like that, but there are no yams in America, and including South America. Like, North America, South America, only sweet potatoes. Okay, so pretty much anything we see at the supermarket, even if it's called yams, is not a yam. It's a sweet potato. Yes. Okay. That's, That's it, I think. Rachel, do you have anything to add on that? You might have... You're the research person. You might have something to <laughs> No, I mean, that's, you, you've got it. I mean, the, what, what we call a yam it is a sweet potato. And if we were to try a real yam, we would know it because the consistency is so different. So have you tried one? Um, once and it was forever ago. It was in um, undergrad for a for my degree, I had to take an African lit class in French. Go figure. Anyways, um, and for one of the things, we, we did a party where the teacher who traveled all over Africa gave us recipes, and she had somehow gotten a hold of some of these yams, and she made this dish, and it was really different. Interesting. And very different from the sweet potato yams, as we call them. <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean, it's so hard because in the grocery stores and the farmer's market, it's just called yams. And, you know, my mom, when I was home visiting, she's like, oh, I got some yams today. And I'm like, I was about to say something like, that's great, mom. Thanks. You know, (laughs) sometimes better to just eat it and be done with it. Um, 
I'd like to talk a little bit about, well, the next thing in your outline, um, the Japanese names and the, the types of sweet potatoes that you see most often in、uh, Japan. Yeah. So I think the most common one is Satsuma Imo. And that's,、um, it's got like a yellow, almost golden sometimes inside when it's baked. And it's kind of got darker purple ish skin. And it starts, but like in a really good way, like really comforting way. And I just think it, it's, I think it's sweeter than American orange sweet potatoes. And it's just got a really good, well rounded flavor. So I like to use that to make recipes, but most of the time I'm just happy. That's my email.、Um, and that's, I think, the most popular. Then you have Benny Emo, which is from Okinawa. And you're actually not allowed to take those raw outside of Okinawa. If you want them, you have to like, order them and they cook them for you and then they deliver them to your door, which is, I think, really interesting. But I was just in Okinawa and I was so excited to get some. And I'm like, oh, I, I can't bring them home. But they're. Really deep purple outside and inside, and they're really sweet and they caramelize really well, and so they're just amazing for using in baking or in desserts or just eating them. But after, when I was in Okinawa, I thought they were really sweet, but a lot of the Okinawans told me that you can't get Benny Emo, the purple sweet potatoes, baked or roasted like you can with the regular Japanese sweet potatoes because it's not sweet enough for them. so... But I guess I just have a different, different take on it than they do. But that is Benny Emo. And sometimes it's a little confusing because if they cook it and use it in like ice cream or a dessert, then they start calling it Murasaki Emo, which just means Murasaki is purple. So for some reason, the name changes with what you make it into. I'm not exactly sure why. Like I said, most of the time I stop caring about semantics and I just like to eat it. <laughs> Woohoo! I have a question. Do you know why you're not allowed to take them raw out of Okinawa? Yeah, a cultural heritage thing、uh, or a food safety thing. I, I'll have to ask somebody about that. But even like the Japanese I was with from like Honshu, mainland Japan, they didn't know either that you couldn't take them out.、Um, I know you can take them from. America or from Japan to America if they're cooked because I did. <laughs> But yeah, I have to try to dig that up to see if I can get that out to you guys for your little show notes or a taco tidbit or something like that. That would be great. Okinawa, they sell Satsuma emo. Well, we can talk about that later when we talk about yaki emos. But they sell them in cone beanies. So I was really excited about that. Because they don't do that. And then the last kind is called Anno Emo, which is like an orange sweet potato, but it's different from the orange sweet potatoes you find in America.、Um, it's, it's a lighter color and they use it a lot in winter. And what they do is you can buy them baked in the store or you can buy them you know, raw. But most of the time it's really popular to dry them, like a fruit roll up texture. But thicker, and they call those Hoshi Emo, which is just dried, and they're really good. They taste like candy. So,、mm -hmm. those are the Japanese sweet potatoes that I know of. Do you guys have you any other ones? I don't, I think you can buy 
some of them in America? Um, I've I've seen the uh, the Satsuma Imo pretty often in the Japanese supermarkets here. Not not really much in the American supermarkets, and I believe I have seen uh, a Benny Imo at like a Korean market. Well, I don't know if it was exactly Benny Imo, but it was a, a purple inside. Um, but they were kind of questionable looking, so I didn't buy any. Um, well, actually, where I live in. I live in kind of a really agricultural part of Japan, east of Tokyo, called Chiba, and they grow them here well. So I purple sweet potatoes sometimes in the winter from farmers. But nice. I'm just lucky because we have, we have interesting things here in Chiba, like peanuts and peanut butter, which you don't find in other places in Japan. Okay, so we know why you're the Yaki Imo girl. We know how you fell in love with them. But what is it about sweet potatoes that you love so much? Oh, boy. (laughs) Podcast. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Bring it on. I love Yaki Imo. Well, first of all, because I think they taste wonderful. And they're really sweet. And they're comfort food, I think. Um, I love nothing more than like coming home after a long day at school and like biking home in a typhoon or in the rain or whatever. And then I just bake myself a sweet potato and I eat that for dinner. It's just amazing. Um, and I, but since I do have a bunch of food intolerances and all this stuff, I carry a lot of food with me. And Yaki Emos actually travel really well. And they're conversation starter because my cheese isn't that great but you know everybody likes to talk about food so um I don't know wherever I am I just like I I find sweet potatoes and then I talk to people about them so (laughs) I'm introduced to a lot of really interesting characters through sweet potatoes like the man who drives the Yaki Emo truck in my neighborhood um so and they have it's like an ice cream truck but in the winter and this guy because most Japanese people don't have so they're not making their own email they're not making their own roasted sweet potato so there's someone who literally drives around with a truck of hot sweet potatoes and every once in a while when I hear his they have this crazy song that they play over the loudspeaker every once in a while when I hear it I'll run out and run mad woman and grab a few sweet potatoes just because it's fun to get it from the truck because it's like an ice cream truck even though I can I don't know there's something about the way they roast them too that they taste so good off those trucks (laughs) and they smell so good you can smell the truck like from a kilometer away and the I think they roast them on like either charcoal or hot stones. So it is a little bit different. And um, also the song that they play. Oh man, I hope we can find a video or something because it's just a ridiculous thing I've ever heard and I love it. <laughs> Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> I haven't seen the truck yet. I'm still waiting, but it's just getting into fall right now, so he should be coming around pretty soon. And my friends, too, they, when they had a barbecue, they just stuck the sweet potatoes right in and they stuck it right in the coals, and they that way, and that was really good, too. So, I mentioned that there's the Yaki Emo driver. Um, Yaki <laughs> <laughs> That was actually perfect timing. Yes, it was. was <laughs> so, the Yaki Emo driver, he, so I dashed out this time, and we started talking about sweet potatoes, and I got what is called the Gaijin dif- discount. So gaijin is the word they use for foreigner or outsider in Japan, and it can be good or bad. I don't really take it as anything offensive, but basically we got, um, he gave me two for one for sweet potatoes because I wanted to, but I didn't have enough money or like he didn't have the right change or something. So he's like, oh, you're a visitor to the country. So here's a free sweet potato. It's like, yes, I love it here. That's awesome. This encounter with the truck. And then I was on Kitchen Street, or Kapaba in Tokyo. And I really wanted a snack, but there wasn't really anything around. And normally I think of, yeah, as like a really country thing. But all of a sudden in the middle of Kitchen Street, like this really busy, you know, Tokyo suburb, it was like a Yaki Emo truck appeared. And it was just parked and waiting for me. And it was just like mecca sweet potatoes. I'm so excited. And again, I was with my friend, and she's American, and we got, like, the extra giant sweet potatoes, because we were Americans. Mm-hmm. And the last time, I was in Sapporo, in Hokkaido, in the middle of February, for Yuki Matsuri, the snow festival. And we had been outside all day, and even though I was wearing this really awesome Totoro hat, I was really cold, and I was just so, I just wanted to go home and be warm. And, like, I went to Starbucks, and I got some hot tea, and that didn't help. We were looking at these ice sculptures, and I couldn't feel my hands. And then all of a sudden, like, again, like, miracle in the snow was a Yaki Emo truck. And I just, like, ran over there and got one. And I carried it for, like, the first 20 minutes just to warm up my hands, because they're actually really great in that sense, too. Um, warmer. <laughs> and then I ate that. We looked at more ice sculptures, and then we went up to the top of the tower in Sapporo. I can't remember the name right now, but anyway, I was able to like make it through, power through the rest of the snow festival because of a sweet potato. So I was just really, really excited at that point to have anything to keep me warm. <laughs> it's like a movie. Like the, the Yaki Imo guy shows up right when you need him every single time. <laughs> yeah, is there like a saint of... of- <laughs> emo or or like some sort of yaki emo fairy i mean really yeah, cause they must be watching over you <laughs> i definitely think so um they're my they're my i don't know what to call them my angels sweet potatoes or something i don't know <laughs> and then that that i sent to you guys when i requested you to do a yaki emo episode and here we are <laughs> that picture started off everything I mean, that picture was the reason that we started talking back and forth, the whole reason we met you. I mean, it's all because of Yaki Emo. Yes. Chalk it up to the Yaki Emo fate. <laughs> <laughs> we so yeah, that's what 
That's a catchy phrase for you, because I think that should be a t-shirt. Should be a t-shirt. <laughs> sort of Yaki Emo Fate or Guardian Angel or something. Yeah, well, I saw I saw the tofu shirts that Sun made, and I was like, I wonder if he can make Yaki Emo shirts. Yeah, um, we we just need to come up with a good design or like some good phrase or something to go with it. Hopefully, by the end of this podcast, we'll have something. Good. <laughs> We can do it. We can totally do it. Well, yeah, probably my story on sweet potatoes, but I'll turn it over to you guys, the experts for kind of like sweet potatoes in Japanese culture. Because like I said, I, I can't wait long enough to make them into something cool or a good dish. Except that you have. You've made those truffles, and you've made the that um, uh, soft cream, and, and those made- both, look, both sound amazing are really good and um pudding spread <laughs> none of these are traditional japanese dishes is what i'm getting at <laughs> it's all good it's all yeah. delicious yeah that's pretty that's true if you want to experiment with potatoes you can try those recipes but i think rachel has some knowledge bombs <laughs> <laughs> well what's interesting to me is how relatively recent the sweet potato is in Japanese history Um, but yet it's now one of the most important crops in Japan and there are so many dishes and so many places that can show up so it just really kind of jived with the Japanese food mentality and so it took roots literally really fast (laughs) but depending on the sources you hear or you read um, all of them say that sweet potatoes were introduced in Japan by the Chinese. Um, some sources say they were introduced in Okinawa in like the early 1600s, and then some sources say it was actually in Kyushu, like around 1700s. But either way, not so long ago in the big scheme of Japanese history. But now they're crazy popular, and there are so many delicious ways to eat them. And you've mentioned some of our favorites. Yakimo, of course, and the soft cream, swoon. Um, another one of my favorites is daigaku imo, which actually means college potato. It's like university sweet potato. <laughs> the sweet potatoes are cut into wedges and deep fried, and then put. Uh, they have like this candy glaze put on them, and then they sprinkle them with uh, toasted black sesame seeds. And they're so good. They're good warm. They're good cold. They're just a popular snack. Yeah, really popular. And you can find those almost anywhere. I mean, you can get those in, at the kombini and yeah, that's you can buy them at my local grocery store. But my local grocery store is awesome because I live in the middle of nowhere. So nice. Um, it's also I don't know about you guys, but it's one of my favorite types of vegetable tempura. Oh, I completely agree. It's also oh. really good in sushi. <laughs> what sweet potato sushi? I, I, I will show. I will show you. I'll, I'll send you a link. Um, I've made vegan sushi, I believe, using sweet potatoes and a couple of others, like with sweet potatoes or tempura sweet potatoes. It's really good. I'm gonna have to try this. <laughs> yes, definitely. It's so good. There are a couple of dishes where they use mashed sweet potatoes to make uh, things. Um, one of them's really popular. It, it 
Japanese New Year. It's called Kurikinton. It's they take candied chestnuts, Japanese chestnuts, which are these this really beautiful golden color, um, and they take the syrup that the chestnuts are sitting in and they mix that with mashed Japanese sweet potato, and then put the chestnuts in, and it's just this gorgeous, gorgeous golden colored dish um and it's popular for new year because the the color symbolizes wealth and it's just darn good and we totally talked about this in our new year's episode we did (laughs) um one that's similar is more like a type of wagashi and but it's similar it's called um satsumaimo kinton and it's where they take cooked sweet potato and they instead of just regularly mashing it they push it through a fine uh, sieve so it gets just really you know like riced sweet potato and then they mix that with the sugar syrup and egg yolks to kind of enhance that yellow color and to make it really pretty sometimes they'll um, use a special cloth or you know you can even use saran wrap I guess and they shape it into little balls with a point so they look like little chestnuts Cool. they're really cool and they're so delicious um, and then another sweet application is something called um, ofukuimo, which is a sponge cake filled with a sweet potato paste. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not to mention, when I was in Okinawa, is they have sweet potato tarts, and those are like the most popular omiyage gift that you can give to your coworkers or your family, or whenever you go on a trip, you bring back a gift for someone. And surrounded by Benny Emo tarts, and I'm like, I'm Benny Emo. Why, why can't I find one? Of those? But make those as much in their homes, but really popular to buy. Like Benny Emo tarts, or bakeries will do a lot of like sweet bun, sweet potato, or like sweet potato flavored. I think I sent you. Actually, yes, <laughs> they're delicious. Yeah, but they make those in the bakery in my hometown. So whenever fall explosion of sweet potato baked goods, which is pretty awesome. So I'm curious, Kate, have you been out to um, Kawagoe before? No, I've never heard of it until I saw it in your notes, and I'm like, when can I go there, like, immediately? Like, maybe I'll go today. No, <laughs> maybe not soon. <laughs> you should check, because it's, I think it's in October sometime, maybe it's already passed, but maybe not. They have a fantastic matsuri, uh, that's, I remember it's in October, but um, it's this just amazing town with a lot of history, and it's one of my favorite places. But they have this street that translates the name of it translates to mean Candy Street, um, and it's an old like all these old buildings that they've turned into storefronts. They used to be like storage facilities because it was um, like a small town bit big for commerce in Japan, but it's famous, and I couldn't find anything saying why, so if anyone finds information, I want it, Um, but it's famous for sweet potatoes, and we've been there several times, and they have sweet potato everything, like from chips to ice cream to, I saw, we saw advertisements for sweet potato coffee, sweet potato beer, like (laughs) all these crazy random things. That sounds amazing. So you need to go. Yes, I need to go, and I just looked up online 
and the festival is next weekend, but I made plans to go on a fall retreat to Nico. So I'm doing it sometime because these are my people for sure. <laughs> the only thing I can find on their website, it's National Important Intent Folk Culture. So maybe that's why it's really important, whatever that means. But this looks really interesting. And there's another sweet potato festival in Okinawa. So, yeah, Saitama, Saitama is known as the sweet potato prefecture. And, but sweet potatoes are also really famous for giving you gas. And I was talking to the running club at school and talking to them about my favorite food. And they asked me and I said, oh, yaki imo. And the students were like, one of the students was like, well, but doesn't that make you fart? And I said, no. And the other, another student goes, well, it's okay. It's okay. They're running bursts. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and he's like, if you eat a lot of sweet potatoes... And when you fart, it makes you, like, it's an extra burst of speed. And I'm like, I don't think this is true at all. But this is possibly the greatest conversation I've ever had about sweet potatoes. See, now um, I've got images of this cartoon, Yaki Emo, with tennis <laughs> shoes on, running with, like, this. Yeah, I, I'm thinking the same thing. Here is a road runner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. With a running burst. <laughs> running burst. Yeah. Oh my! And give you a burst of energy, but I, I just I, was like blown away when the kids started talking about that. I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> but um, yeah, fall is pretty much yeah. my favorite season because it's sweet potato season, and there's and, chestnuts, and the sushi gets really good too. So, well, and the the great thing is, um, I think about it being chestnut season and great yaki emo season is that. Yaki Emo kind of almost has a little bit of a chestnut flavor, don't you think? Well, when I look... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just kidding. So they pair really nicely. They do. And actually, when I looked it up online, because I was like, are chestnuts a nut or what what are they classified as? And I actually read that chestnuts are considered the sweet potato of nuts. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So it's like like my two favorite things are just sweet potatoes. Nice. Well, okay, so not only do they give you running bursts, but um, they're really good for you other ways, right? Like, Yeah. yeah. I mean, they are really, have really low impact on your blood sugar. Um, they don't like spike blood sugar levels, so almost anybody can eat them. They're really high in vitamin A and beta carotene, and I read that they're more nutrient-dense than broccoli. And while I like broccoli, I like potatoes even more. So, so. And, this, and if you eat skins, which a lot of people don't, but I love the skins. They're like my favorite part. They're really high in fiber. And the skin on a, on the Satsumaimo is so pretty. Yeah. yeah. I mean, where I go, they're like covered in mud, so I have to squeeze them really well, but that means you know they're fresh and from a good source of so, stuff. So. But once you scrub them, then they're kind of that wet, like, reddish-purple mahogany color. (laughs) And I was going to ask you guys, because I have a ton of pictures about this that I can send you, or I can put them on my site. We can have a link, or how do you want to do that? We would love that. Yes, please. (laughs) And if you can send us, like, links to um, all your recipes that use uh, sweet potato... Yeah, definitely. So we can link to them in the show notes. That would be fantastic. Definitely. 
Are you guys going to ever talk about kabocha? Because you should do that too. That's um, like. That's my other favorite food. Yeah, yes, definitely. Number one is sweet potato. Number two is kabocha. That's about mm. what it is for me. Yep. And it's a really close second. <laughs> and speaking of eating the skin. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's. that's when I make my sweet potato pudding, my favorite thing to do is like. Because you use the inside of the sweet potato for the pudding part. And it's almost like pretty quintone, but I kind of developed it before I knew what pretty quintone was. And, but then I throw the skins back to the oven and crisp them. And then I like add the pudding to like the crisp skin. And so cool. Ooh, I think it's so green of you. Yeah. <laughs> That's another thing I really enjoy too, so I like that. But I'm totally thinking now, like, I was listening to your Super Bowl just the other day, or, or Super Bowl podcast the other day, and now I'm thinking about stuffed potato skins as, like, an appetizer. I'm going to have to work on that. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm liking that idea. Definitely. <laughs> oh, one thing that I saw as a sweet potato dish during Hanami as, like, a festival food, I saw, like, big wedges of it covered in cinnamon and sugar. Oh yeah, like the like the. Did you you saw wedges? Yeah, yeah. So I think I've seen like like mat not matchsticks but like fries almost. Yeah, ones are pretty thick, and uh, I don't know what they're called though. But it just is another awesome way to eat them as a snack. And I swear I've seen them in like a savory salad format, but maybe that was like American Japanese food or not traditional Japanese food. I'm not sure. Maybe I'll just make my own. Yeah, whatever it is, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet potato, it pretty much can't be bad, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Well, I guess one last thing that I would love to bring up um, is something that I wish we were in Japan for. Because I, I was, in fact, my friend just told me, my friend Noriko just told me that her daughter did this. But when, one of the most common things in a kindergarten class is they take a field trip this time of year, because her daughter just went, where they actually get to harvest sweet potatoes, and it's called um, oimohori. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. How awesome as a kindergartner to like, connect. <laughs> My kindergartner just popped in. Um, to connect with something that you eat a lot and like understand where it comes from. Yeah, I'm really excited to do that. And you basically just get covered in dirt for the day and dig up your own sweet potatoes. I think I might go in two weeks or three weeks. I've got a friend with a sweet potato farm or a sweet potato field. So. Well, I was just there's a. I was just googling pic, different pictures and stuff, and there's a blog called um, Origami Mommy, and she's got pictures uh, for a few years ago, and like all the kids are wearing rain boots to do yeah. it. It's really cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure kindergarten is much cuter, covered in mud, than I would, but. I'm still going to do it anyway. If it's ever, like, too hot and you want to make um, sweet potatoes, not for eating, like, for te if texture isn't important, you can just make them in the crock pot, and then you can, it, it works really well for just, like, using, for ice cream, like some of my other recipes and stuff like that, too. So tell us your method. I stuff some sweet potatoes in a crock pot with a cup of water, and I cook them on high for four hours. They end up soft and, like, you know, the skin's just kind of blah I don't really eat those skins if I want to make ice cream when I get home from work mm -hmm. but I 
don't want to go through the extra step of roasting sweet potatoes, then I just cook them in my crock pot while I'm out. I am really sad that this sweet potato festival is the same time as this huge trip that I just planned because I really go. Next year. <laughs> Next year. Now that you know about it. So I think that wraps up most of what we wanted to talk about, right? Yeah, I think that covers it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. I'm going to go to the gym now so I can have an excuse to eat a sweet potato afterwards. <laughs> that's called um, strategic planning. That Definitely. That's exactly what it is. Yes. I like thinking. Well, again, thank you so much for joining us. We're yeah, well, so happy to finally have you on. No, well, thank you so much for having me and letting me jabber on about my favorite thing in the world, basically. (laughs) Anytime. Well, well, we're glad that you are, you know, an ambassador for the sweet potato. (laughs) (laughs) Ambassador to university. Yes. (laughs) Our foreign correspondent. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. I love it. I love it. Well, and, you know, you are Professor Yaki Imo. Professor Yaki <laughs> Well, I, I think I need to go do more research now. And by research, I mean eat sweet potatoes. Which is the <laughs> most important type of research, of course. Yes, and who are we to impede your scholarly research? So please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks again, guys. This was really fun. Thank you. So we're off to the kitchen to stuff our faces with sweet potato, uh, but you can still find us online. We have a bunch of different ways that you can connect with us, and we love it no matter which way you choose. So if you'd like to call us and leave us a message, we have two ways you can do that. You can either call us and leave us a message at 657-4-MISOFI, that's 657-464-7639. Or if you're not in the U.S., you can leave us a message on Skype. Our Skype name is Miso Hungry Podcast, all one word. You can always tweet us on Twitter. Our Twitter name is at MisoTalk. We do have a Facebook fan page, so you can go like us over there. Go hang out with us. You can email us at MisoHungryPodcast at gmail.com. And... Of course, we have our website where our episodes and our show notes and once in a blue moon we have taco tidbits. That is at misofy.com. That's M-I-S-O-F-Y dot com. And lastly, of course, our weekly begging for ratings and reviews on iTunes. Because because it makes us really happy every time we see a new review or more ratings. And if you do... We will say arigato gozaimasu. That's me so hungry. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How's soccer? Good. 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 So what's so new? I don't. You're full of burping. Burps. Yeah. Yeah. How's school? School is good. School is good. Mm-hmm. Do you like sweet potatoes? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your what's favorite way to eat a sweet potato? Um, it's mashed. Mashed? Yeah, that's yeah. really good. What's your what's favorite food ever? Um, the brown ones. The brown ones? Yes. Brown, brown sweet potatoes? Yes. Oh, okay. 
Have you ever had Japanese sweet potato? No. Well, well, you need to go to Japan and taste one, I think. Mmm. Mm. Yes. Yep, yep. <laughs> I'm Allison Day. And I'm Rachel Hutchings. And you've been listening to the Me So Hungry podcast. The podcast with the sweet potato guardian. Gar- <laughs> <laughs> the podcast with the sweet potato guardian angel. That's Me So Hungry. And her name is Kate Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> I think she needs a Professor Yaki emo shirt. Yes. Sweet potato with like glasses <laughs> <laughs> that's super cute we each need I think we each need an alter ego she's professor sweet potato who are you sushi you? you're onigiri yeah can't escape that one <laughs> <laughs> I think mm. I'm kind of sushi by default but do you have specific sushi mm. I don't know California roll <laughs> <laughs> Professor Inari. Oh, I like that because it's also foxy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that's always been my favorite ever since I was a kid. Well, and who doesn't like? I mean, that's like it's like the best best one. Well, it's total comfort food. It really is. Like the the three superpowers, Inari, Onigiri, and Yaki Imo. <laughs> we should have a superhero shirt. I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. A sweet potato with like a superhero mask. Yeah. Cape. Like a cape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need a superhero song. We're here to save the day. Inari, Onigiri, Yaki Imo. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So if uh, that shows up in the podcast, you can't get too mad at me. <laughs> yeah, but it won't make any sense. I'll find a way. Gosh. I will find a way. <laughs> Stuck my foot in it this time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>